Yes, here we go. Three, two, one. Everybody, shock, breaking news. The Italian Grand Prix is over. It's cancelled. Wow. That was, uh, that was thrown out of left field. Pity what's going on, guys. Huge floods in Italy. Uh, people are, seem to be, I think, dying. Houses are destroyed. Huge floods. Massive, just ridiculous weather. Oh, I, I mean, it's such a shock. I mean, it's Thursday, the eve of the Formula One weekend. This news came out yesterday, I believe, and they said, look, now, guys, we have to pull the plug on this. Uh, heart goes out to all of the people down in Italy. I hope they're okay. Um, what can you say, really? It's it's heartbreaking for them. But, hey, you know what? Sometimes there's more important things than than bloody racing. So, hope they, hope they uh, come out of this okay, guys. And, uh, yeah. Good luck, guys. Good luck down there in Italy. So, guys, yeah, I suppose let's move on with something anyway, at least try and keep something positive here. Uh, Apart from the floods, I mean, if we look at the driver standings right now, uh, we've got Monaco coming up next weekend, which, uh, you know, look, as as awful as it is for for Italy, at least we've got a, a Grand Prix coming up soon, which is next weekend. Uh, Verstappen, as we can see, let's have a quick review of the, the year so far. My predictions have been, a couple of them have been, have been correct. Bang on the button. Then I've got some horribly wrong. Jesus. I mean, obviously Verstappen is kicking ass here. He's on 119 points for the year so far. You got Perez's teammate in the Red Bull. 105 points. We've got Alonso coming up in third. I mean, he's almost double the points behind. He's on 75 points. Hamilton, he's on in fourth on 56 points with Carla Sainz in the Ferrari in fifth on 44 points. Tough year for those for those third, fourth, and fifth place guys. Alonso, Hamilton, and Sainz. You can pretty much say this season is over if it keeps going like this. Now, unless some huge upgrades come soon, and Mercedes have some, as they say, major upgrades coming. It was meant to be arriving for this weekend, but it'll obviously come follow through for Monaco next week. But we'll get into that in a little bit more. The way I can see the championship going, guys, if, and I, and I honestly think this is a big if, if it goes the way it goes right now, You'll have Verstappen and Perez battling it out at the end of the season for the championship. However, two things are going to happen if it keeps going the way it is. I personally think Red Bull are going to slow Perez down by the third, maybe the fourth last race. Or hey, they might even push it on a little bit further, but I'm going to go with the third last race. And here's why. They'll want to wrap up the championship as fast as they can. Now, they also need Perez up there too, guys, to secure Constructors' Championship points. So if you've got your two cars finishing in the top two all the time, you're getting double the fucking points here. So it's very, very beneficial to have the two boys up the top. Now, I think if they can try and close out the Constructors quick, all of a sudden... 
You're going to see Sergio Perez slow down and people are going to be blaming him. Oh, Perez, he's lost his speed. What's wrong with him? Maybe he's buckling under the pressure and dealing with Verstappen. All this blah, 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 horseshit. Okay, that could happen very easily. And if it does, I'm calling bullshit right here, right now, guys. Because I think it's in the interest for the, t- for the team. Number one, get the Constructors' Championship sewn up. Because I think they're very, very confident with the Drivers' Championship as we speak now, right? So that is definitely going to um, is gonna help, right? They're very confident that they're going to secure the championship. Because if it's not for Stappen, they've got the backup Perez. So they've got two chances of winning the Drivers' Championship. So I personally think they're going to work on the Constructors, get that in the bag, once they have now, but you know, this is everything if everything goes really well here, guys. Get that wrapped up, sewn in the bag, back of the net, and then they'll focus on Verstappen. Now, maybe the way the chips fall, they'll just have to keep going all the way to the end. But if they do get that gap where they can cons- sew it up, all of a sudden, Perez will be in fifth and sixth, and Oh, the team will be complaining that he's he's buckling under the pressure and he's not the right caliber to go up against Verstappen. Of course he's not. All this bullshit, but really what they're doing, they're just slowing him down so they'll have Verstappen win. And guys, it can be a dark side of Formula One. There are no two ways about it. I love Formula One. This is why I do this. I used to race, as a lot of you know. But it's just the way it goes, unfortunately. Let's move on to Alonso. Alonso, he's having a great fucking season, isn't he? I mean, it's great to see Alonso come up. He definitely risked this moving to Aston Martin this year. I mean, God forbid, Aston Martin have never had such a great season up to now. And now all of a sudden, Alonso's scoring podiums to fucking beat the band. It's great to see Alonso up there, it really is. And I really do think that they've got a really good balance on the car. Therefore, he he's the dark horse, but he's nowhere near the Red Bulls at the same time. Now, I think if Aston, uh, Aston Martin and Alonso, really, if they've got any chance of winning anything this year, I think it's going to be at a circuit like Monaco. Because you don't need a lot of engine speed. I think they've got a very, very good balance in the car as we speak right now. Engine power is good. The engine power is in ratio with the balance, the ride height, the mechanical grip, aerodynamics, everything. Everything's in tune. It's in sync. The only thing they do lack overall is the engine speed. Now, Red Bull, Adrian Newey, the goddamn genius of Formula One. He's the man behind the scenes of Red Bull. He's got that car clocked, man. Fucking clocked, baby. And I love watching Nui. He's just a... He's the Michelangelo, the Donatello. He's just a artist. The guy isn't even an engineer, aerodynamicist. He's a fucking artist, this man. He's amazing. He really is. And I think... Alonso, I think if there's any chance for Alonso to win next weekend in Monaco, this is going to be it. This is going to be the moment where, if they've got any chance, they'll show it next week in Monaco. Now, Monaco, you don't need high engine speed. There's one corner, the the, the quick left-hander to the right. Labatz, I think, isn't it called? Brain fade now, guys, sorry. Um, But it's a really 
good corner, but it's not really a fast bend. I mean, it looks fast because you've got such a narrow track and you've got Armco barriers on either side of you. And if you make one tiny mistake, boom, you've crashed the car and you've done some serious damage. So it'll look very quick, but it isn't really quick, guys. So that's where it'll work in Alonso's favor, where he doesn't need the engine speed. The Red Bull, their engine speed's not going to matter this weekend. It's just not. It's just about a, a good handling car. Get out of the... In fact, acceleration is an important part here for this weekend. they got to get out of that corner, get the momentum, and just shoot down those straights as best as they can. Because Monaco really is... It's a bit of a stop-start track. And especially if it's wet next weekend, you're going to see it really, really stop-start. I mean, they'll just be freewheeling into the... Into the into the corners almost if it is monsoon rain which most of the time if it does rain in monaco that's the cool thing it does add to the excitement if it's if it's rain it's heavy rain so yeah we'll see about that uh okay let's look at lewis hamilton though he's on 56 points as we said now (sighs) i think is that his day is over i think it's over now, I'm going to shoot just a bit ahead to the major upgrade they have. Now, like I was saying, it was meant to be here this weekend in in Italy, uh, but it'll be here for Monaco. Now, guys, when I say these guys now to pull it out of their ass, like if it's not this weekend, it's all over. It really is, because as the, mo- the races go on, more points Red Bull are going to collect. And they've got really good reliability in the car. It doesn't look like they're going to have any mechanical problems this year. I mean, it really doesn't. The car is just... It almost looks bulletproof. And this is the moment now they need to have this... And they even call it themselves. Major upgrade. Not a small one, a major one. So this this has got to be a game changer, guys. And if it's not this weekend, even if they have another update coming soon, well, there's two problems. You've got one, the other teams are going to be updating their cars. Even if it's a small one, doesn't matter. Red Bull will only need a small one anyway to keep going with their momentum. And they'll just gain another advantage. So this has got to be the mother. This has got to be the upgrade that ends all fucking upgrades to get back into the championship from Mercedes, Hamilton and Russell. Now, they're kind of like... They're kind of like the Aston Martin. They've got a good balance overall, but they only go good at certain tracks. So that, I think, is going to be very, very interesting. It's going to be make or break, and I would imagine the Mercedes team are fucking nervous. Like, they're an- they're ner- They're anxious. And I don't blame them, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Jesus, you be, you would be thinking at this stage. And I know, guys, from as a racing driver's point of view and your mind and the mechanics, engineers, you're all just, like, you're, you're throwing holy water on the car at this stage, you know, hoping, okay, please let this be it, where we can gain the advantage back. And can they do it? Well, I mean, it is Mercedes. It is Mercedes. Now, with the budget cap coming in, they're restricted to, to money. So therefore, can they just throw money at the problem? No, they can't. Whereas a few years ago, they could have done this. And I would be saying, oh, I would actually be saying, guys, like genuinely 70% chance that they're going to kick ass with this major upgrade because they could throw money at the problem. Whereas now they can't. 
So I would say the chance of them getting back to the top and winning races, like really getting an edge on their on their their, their competition, or even just matching Red Bull, there's probably about a 10 to 15% chance. I might even be generous with that one. So, hey, well, look, stranger things have happened, guys, in motor racing in all walks of sport around the, the world. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Now, there's another little curveball we're going to throw in next weekend. This is going to be, I think, very, very interesting. Now, they were going to bring this in for Imola, San Marino, the Italian Grand Prix uh, this weekend, where Pirelli now are restricting the amount of tires they're giving, where they were giving 13 sets of tires before. Now they're only giving 11. Now, guys, you might think that's a lot, but believe me, that small little fucking change is a huge fucking change. And in other words, what they're saying here is they're saying in dry conditions, drivers will be obliged to use hard tires in qualifying one, medium tires in qualifying two, and softs in qualifying three. Now that makes sense, right? Um, Now you see, here's the thing. If they do have a chance, which I'm sure they can, right? They can actually decide to use their soft tires in Q1. Now it would... The strategy would be the best where you're using your hard tires in Q1. Now, then again, you might get a Formula 1 team that's desperate to just make fucking qualifying two because a lot of them don't. So therefore, you might have one of the smaller teams like Haas. They might go, hey, guys, fuck it. Let's put on the soft tires. Let's Let's just get into fucking Q2. You know, because really, guys, Monaco is all about the qualifying. It would be, I mean, some drivers and some teams even kind of debate this percentage wise. Some people say it's 90% all about qualifying. Some people say it's 95. Some people say it's 100. It's not 100. Come on, because you never know what can happen in a race. You just don't. Um, Really? Excuse me. Really, I would say it's probably 90% I would go with as well. Now, you could maybe go up to 95% because... All you got to do, really, is qualify in the front row. So, yes, it's an advantage having pole. But even if you're off pole in second position, it's still a great place because, hey, all you got to do is get a blinding fucking start at, at, on the, at, well, sorry, the, the start and finish line to start the race. And boom, you overtake the guy in front and you're away with it. Or, even if you don't get a great start, <clears throat> well... You, you're, stay, you're starting in second, you stay in second, and just wait for the pit stops. So you just follow the guy around in front of you. Even if he's slow, that's okay. If he can't get through, that's okay. You wait for the pit stop. So as long as you're on the front row, it's, it is, it is, guys, it really, it's vital. Even, like, a lot of Formula 1 teams, they say, well, you know, if it's wet now in Monaco, we'll be praying for rain. And I understand where they're coming from with that. But at the end of the day, you're still going to struggle. You know, you can't be just sitting there relying and praying that it's going to that it's going to rain <laughs> for the for the weekend or even on the Sunday. So it really is, guys, crucial to be on pole or off pole from Monaco. And I think it's going to be a great weekend, guys. I think it's going to be a fabulous weekend because you know what? 
It is always cool to watch the Monaco Grand Prix. You've got the Cannes Film Festival. I'm pretty sure that's still on this year. That's only just over the road. I think it's only about like a 40-minute drive, 45-minute drive from, from Monaco. So you love all the movie stars. A lot of the movie stars will be invited over to the weekend. So, you know, it's only a hop, skip and a jump for them uh, in a beautiful private car. And they'll be on a yacht watching and they'll be going to the, ho- the, the, the parties afterwards. Oh, uh, it'll be amazing. But, you know, guys, it's not all glitz and glamour for the teams now. Believe you me, it, there's pressure on, on the, the drivers every weekend they go. Because F1 know at the end of the day that they can have their pick of any fucking driver around the world. So you're only as good as your last race. So you still got to perform. They're not going to be out partying, believe me, on the Saturday or Friday night or the Thursday night. They'll go out on the Sunday night, probably, I've no doubt. And the nice thing for the drivers is they actually, most of them live in Monaco at the moment. So <laughs> all they got to do is drop the keys home, drop the bag, the suit and the, the helmet home. Fucking check the milk isn't out of, out of expired. <laughs> Off they go to the party down the road. So it's cool for them. Uh, so I think it's going to be an interesting weekend next weekend, guys. Very, very interesting weekend. Um, okay, prediction. Now, I'm going to be back next Friday anyway for my preview. We'll do a proper breakdown of the track um, and just in more detail of what we t- spoke about today. But um, for now, I'll go with my prediction. Now, this could change in the next few days, okay? <laughs> Uh, Christ, I'm all over the place like a yo-yo up and fucking down with my uh, with my fucking my predictions. But for now, I think I'm gonna go with Verstappen. Win- uh, no, no, sorry, but beg your pardon. I think I'll go with Verstappen getting on pole, Perez off pole, and I actually think they're gonna give the race to Perez. Now, when I say they're gonna give it, I genuinely mean that, guys. I honestly think Perez uh, Red Bull will be in total control of the race. And they'll able they'll be able to decide. Well, we could slow Verstappen down here a little bit. We could, and I think they will. Maybe I'll eat my words. Maybe I will. I don't know. But you know what? I'm gonna go with Sergio Perez for the win. Verstappen. I'll go with Verstappen second, and I'm gonna go with Alonso third. I'd love to see Alonso do it this week uh, next weekend. I hope he can. They can pull it out of their ass. And hey, you never know what Mercedes. You never know what this major upgrade, as they call it. Things could be in the mix for Monaco next weekend. So, to close, thanks for listening, guys. My heart and prayers, honestly, go out to the people in Italy. Horrendous what they're going through. And it's, it is right. There is more important things than sport. Every now and then. You know, of course, with, with these type of scenarios. There's a lot more things that we need to focus on and just, yeah. Heart and, heart and thoughts and prayers go out to them all. And uh, I'll be back next Friday, guys, with my breakdown of Monaco and predictions. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you then. Bye.